Welcome to Stories of Faith, stories from the Bible, stories of personal experiences, stories of life. My name is Denise Meyer Pollock, my pronouns are she, her, and I am the host and storyteller. Before we dive in, I want to take a moment to acknowledge with respect the Laguangan peoples on whose traditional territory I live, work, and play, and the Songhees, Esquimalt, and Masonic peoples, whose historical relationships with the land continue to this day. I encourage you to acknowledge the land where you are as we work together towards reconciliation. Our session today is titled Pneumatology 101, or Theology of the Holy Spirit. To begin our exploration of the Holy Spirit, we are going to use two sources to help us get a bigger picture, to expand our knowledge. The first source is a book by Serena Jones and Paul Lakeland entitled Constructive Theology, a Contemporary Approach to Classical Themes. The second source comes from the book She Who Is, The Mystery of God in Feminist Theological Discourse, and is Chapter 7, which is written by Elizabeth Johnson. Next, we will examine the Holy Spirit through three specific biblical texts. Finally, I will provide some of my own reflections on how the Holy Spirit is working in the world. All of the references and Bible passages are provided in the description to this podcast. Let's get to it. Part 1. Who is the Holy Spirit? In the book by Jones and Lakeland, they identify six marks of the Holy Spirit. Another way to put this is Jones and Lakeland describe how we figure out where and how the Holy Spirit is acting. The Holy Spirit is prophetic. This is not fortune telling, rather, it is speaking the truth no matter the consequences. The Holy Spirit is performative. That through doing, the Holy Spirit makes change happen. The Holy Spirit is particular. Each of us are different, and the Holy Spirit comes to each of us in a particular way. The Holy Spirit is processional. The Holy Spirit is not fixed in its process. The Holy Spirit is paradoxical. The Holy Spirit is connected to both death and life. That may seem paradoxical to us, but it's not paradoxical to God. And finally, the Holy Spirit is primordial. The Holy Spirit is cosmic. It has always existed, and it works for the good of all. Elizabeth Johnson describes this spirit as in community, on both sides of life, in the absence and in the presence, in death and life. 
that the Spirit dwells in all things, that the Spirit is the infusion of love, creativity, and passion, and that the Spirit has the power to transform the world and the landscape as it is ever creating. Part 2. Reflection on Biblical Texts Using the readings for Pentecost, let's consider how the Holy Spirit is revealed within the text. You may want to pull out your Bible to follow along. I'm using the New Revised Standard Version. So let's begin with the Old Testament reading, Ezekiel 37, 1-14. Verse 1. He brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord. Verse 4. Prophesy to these bones and say to them. Verse 5b. I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. Verse 6b. And put breath in you, and you shall live. Verse 7. Suddenly there was a noise. A rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. Verse 9. Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. Verse 12. Thus says the Lord God. I am going to open up your grave and bring you up from your graves. Verse 14. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. Now let's examine the epistle reading, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. Again, I will identify all those verses that make references to the Holy Spirit. Verse 2. There came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. Verse 3. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them. Verse 4. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Verse 11. In our own languages... Verse 16, the prophet Joel. Verse 17, God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Verse 18, in those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. Finally, let's examine the gospel reading from John 15, verses 26 to 27, and chapter 16, verses 4b to 15. Again, I'm identifying the verses where a reference is made to the Holy Spirit. Verse 26. When the Advocate comes whom I will send from the Father, the Spirit of truth who comes from the Father. He will testify on my behalf. Verse 7. 
For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Verse 13. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears. Part 3. The Holy Spirit in the World So we started out our time together looking at the research from some theologians, and then we transitioned to looking at the Pentecostal texts to see where in the Bible, or how in the Bible, the Holy Spirit is made reference to. And now I'm going to identify some examples of the Holy Spirit active within the world. These are just a few examples and I'm sure you could come up with your own list. So, climate activists who attempt to change the world, such as Greta Thunberg, Lutheran pastor Lenny Duncan, starting with his book Dear Church, a love letter from a black preacher to the whitest denomination in the U.S., his work in Vancouver, Washington last summer advocating for black lives, and his upcoming work with the Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary. The ferocious windstorm that recently swayed the trees here in Victoria that was a combination of a large high-pressure system, the Gulf Stream, and two lows all colliding. The wisdom of indigenous neighbors that they share with us about seeing the Holy Spirit in plants, birds, animals, and the rocks. In the emptiness and the fullness of church buildings. In the poetry of Jan Richardson, the music of U2, and the liturgical words and music of Marty Haugen. Oh, the joyous unpredictability of infants and young children. Now I want to ask you, knowing what you know now, where do you see the Holy Spirit in the world? Before we end our time together, let us take a moment and pray. Gentle God, as we journey forward in our days and lives, may we see and feel evidence of the Holy Spirit in the world. May we feel joy in seeing examples of the Spirit moving and embrace the Spirit when it attempts to move within us. In your name we pray, God, the Creator, the Rebel, the Sanctifier. Amen. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. I also ask you to take a moment to rate it or to write a review. Until next time, I'm Denise Meyer-Pollock. May the loving arms of the mothering God hold you tight.